You're listening to What the Dev, the weekly podcast of SD Times. And now, here's Jacob Lukowitz, online and social media editor at SD Times. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us today to this uh, episode uh, of What the Dev. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about observability uh, and open telemetry. And we're excited to have with us Morgan McLean, who is the uh, Director of Product Management at Splunk, but also one of the co-founders of the Open Telemetry Project. Morgan, thanks for being with us. Thank you, David. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, so uh, we spoke a little bit just to, you know, let the folks in on the uh, on the story here. Uh, we spoke uh, quite a while uh, at KubeCon a couple of weeks back, uh, and you were mentioning a lot of uh, interesting things that Open Telemetry was working on. So I said, well, let's get you on a recording so we'll yeah. with everybody. So, uh, okay, I know one of the things that you had discussed was uh, logging now being available uh, within Open Telemetry. Why is that important, and what does that mean for people? Yeah, so logging would be the biggest of the announcements that we made at KubeCon this year. So just to, to set the stage for people, if we wind the clock back, Open Telemetry was first announced in 2019. And what was announced was primarily support for distributed tracing, which was under development then, and an intent to go and add metrics at some point. Uh, and so we delivered distributed tracing uh, GA to Open Telemetry in throughout 2020 and 2021. Last year, we delivered metrics to GA. And that means that we have support uh, through agents and language SDKs and, and language agents for people to extract distributed traces and extract metrics uh, from their applications and from their infrastructure so they can send those to any destination. In 2020, when the project was already developing tracing and metrics, we also announced that we wanted to add support for logs. Logs are sort of the third of the, the three really popular, three, three sort of primary signals that people capture from their applications and infrastructure. And we wanted open telemetry to have a, a sort of a nice like unified story for this. Uh, and so what we announced uh, at KubeCon just a few weeks ago is the culmination of that effort that people can now use open telemetry to capture logs from their applications, from their infrastructure, and send those along with their metrics and traces to any destination that they choose. Those mm -hmm. logs also adhere to the standard open telemetry data model. So all the same semantic conventions will be there. So say like host information that you might have on a metric, that's also going to be present the same way on your traces and your logs. Mm -hmm. Excellent. So uh, I know that, uh, you know, at KubeCon, which is run by the, uh, you know, Cloud Native Computing yeah. Foundation, that that OpenTelemetry is the second biggest project in the CNC. Yes. It has been actually for some time. I, I think this year when we said it, people actually noticed because it's being used in production everywhere. Huh. Uh, and and OpenTelemetry, <laughs> of course, is very, very successful and, and well deployed at this point. It's right. actually had the second largest cohort of developers contributing to it since 2020. Uh, so it's uh, that's not necessarily new, but I think the project is like more sort of visibly established at this point. And mm -hmm. we just crossed at, at KubeCon. We we mentioned we crossed the threshold of over one thousand active developers per month in the community. Mm -hmm. So that's that's huge. That's a thousand people pushing in code and and other types of commits into the repo. And as uh, if you're an open telemetry user, you're taking advantage of all of the work of this one thousand uh, thousand people. And we're still mm -hmm. growing uh, very rapidly. Right. So maybe you can explain to our listeners who uh, you know have been under a rock for the last few years. Uh, you know, what the relationship is between open telemetry and a lot of the observability solutions that uh, people, yeah. I'm sure, are uh, kicking the tires on. Yeah. Historically, most of these observability solutions had their own agents, and, and several still do. Uh, but the, it's always been challenging, I think, both for, for end users, but even for the purveyors, the, the builders and, and developers of these products, 
to offer support for all of the data sources that they wanted. So if you think back to sort of classic logging and monitoring products that, that still exist, for those providing the right set of integrations, the right set of data sources is relatively straightforward. For the most part, you need to integrate with Linux and Windows, and there's a few different Linux distributions, and maybe a few pieces of third-party software that need integrations, but this is like a, a relatively small countable number. When you get into these, these sort of more modern observability solutions, or, or even APM as it was called back in the day, the the challenge, the, the level of complexity grows because now you're not just capturing data from Linux and Windows and a handful of databases and things that run on it. You're capturing really complex in-process data from people's own applications. Uh, so, for example, if you need to capture distributed trace and you have a set of Java and .NET applications, well, now you need language integrations for Java and .NET. That's already a fair amount of work and beyond what you were doing before. Hmm. But you even need to do things like context propagation to make that work. So that for your Java or for your .NET application, when a request comes in and a request goes out that's correlated with that inbound request, that those share the same ID so you can trace them. Uh, hence distributed tracing. Gotcha. Uh, and so now you need integrations, not just with the language, but with the various web frameworks or RPC systems or storage clients or any little library that the developers are using on those systems. You're talking thousands, if not tens of thousands or more integration points that are needed to pull this off. Well, now if you're an end user, this is challenging because your vendor isn't going to be able to provide all of those. Like that's just too many moving pieces. Uh, and even for the vendors, you need huge teams of engineers to go build and maintain these integrations. And you still will never be satisfied with the number that you have. It'll never be enough mm -hmm. for your customers. And so that's where OpenTelemetry comes in, right? So, so OpenTelemetry now has this huge community of people building these integrations Longer term, now that OpenTelemetry has established itself as the standard, what we're seeing is we don't even need the community to build these integrations because the people building those libraries, those uh, services, those pieces of software uh, for which they want the telemetry to be available are just natively integrating with OpenTelemetry's APIs and protocol. Mm -hmm. So this is what you were talking about uh, when we were talking at the conference yeah. about expanding open telemetry into other things like iOS and web apps or web pages, yes. things like that, mainframe. Yeah. That's an even further extension. I mean, I, I, what I was talking about uh, just, just a moment ago, like that, that, even, that, that challenge even just applies for typical backend service development. There's so many integration yeah. points. But yeah, like now, now that it is this big established standard and open telemetry has this common set of semantic conventions that people like to use, it's it's really lovely for for end users to be able to expand that ability to capture data out to things like client applications or to mainframes, IoT devices, or other types of data sources. Mm -hmm. So you know, I have to ask this because everybody's talking about it. Uh, you know, artificial intelligence. Is there any thought to be building that into uh, open telemetry and how might that help uh, yeah. you know, do some of these integrations? In terms of building AI into open telemetry, I mean, I, I, maybe some people have ideas for things to do, but no, nothing sort of strikes me immediately right away. Again, open telemetry is is all about just extracting data from from known sources, hmm. uh, and and so the 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 solution to that in most cases is is having a, a standard data model, standard API, things that those data sources can bind to. And so we're seeing that if like things like I think Microsoft's latest announcements around .NET, where it just natively uses the OTEL APIs and can send data to OTEL. Great. Like lovely it means we don't even need those integrations. Uh, it just works right out of the box. Right. But there are other areas where I think open telemetry and AI are very interesting. So in the broader observability space, 
we are seeing investments now and, and increasingly throughout the last year in using AI and ML to solve problems that customers have. Uh, examples of that are like we've seen like query builders and 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 uh, chatbots and things that are sort of related to typical sort of operational problems, development problems, observability problems. Those AI and ML systems need quality data to be fed into them to produce good results. And so I, I mentioned semantic inventions a few times. Like one of the the benefits of open telemetry is all of your data is very consistent. So if you have your I could go back to the same example, your Java service over here, your .NET service over here, over here. Not only does Otel capture data from them and ensure that context is propagated and all of that, it also ensures that for something like a HTTP request on each of those services, that those look similar when that trace and those metrics are extracted for that request, that you can aggregate them, that you can filter, you know, filter them out on various properties, that the host information, service information is consistent. That is essential for any type of analytics, whether it's AI-based or not to be able to uh, analyze and operate on this data at scale. You know, we talked a little bit about logging in the beginning. One of the reasons we got into logging in Hotel in the first place was that logs are generally still to this day unstructured, that they don't adhere to common semantic conventions, which means that your analytics system that's looking at logs from a service over here and a service over here, if even if those logs are for similar operations, it won't know because they look wildly different. Uh, and and the data structure differently, the keys and values types are different. With open telemetry, it's enforcing those semantics on all of the core parts of the data. And so your system can now look at all these logs as well as your traces and metrics and say, oh, wow, I actually know what to do with this. This means that when you're doing uh, machine learning or, or you have some AI system that's, that's built on top of that, that's analyzing this information, it actually has quality data to work with. Uh, and, and that's a big thing. Like, like I know that I, th I think a lot of people now have, are, are more sort of attuned to this, but a lot of the challenges in the past, way before large language models and things like that, uh, in the past with attempting to apply AI and ML to large data sets uh, for like healthcare records and things, uh, where it struggled was the data was so non-uniform and such effectively noisy and, and low quality that sure, even the smartest system in the world, whether it's humans, whether it's classic analytics, whether it's AI ML, can't derive any signal out of it and thus can't derive any, any good insights. Right. With open telemetry, you're getting pure signal. Uh, and that's really, really important. Gotcha. So, uh, you know, in the last couple of minutes that we have, why don't you tell yeah. me about, um, you know, what's happening at Splunk and, and what you guys are working on and, you know, what can we look for? Yeah, yeah, no, lots of great stuff happening at Splunk. So Splunk, Splunk is a you know has a, a major team that works on open telemetry and has been since day one, and, and that's sort of my purview. That's where I'm closer to the fire. And so there's a number of things that we've been working on and, and have actually shipped uh, very recently this year that allow our customers of, of all Splunk products to take advantage of open telemetry. Uh, so one that's near and dear to my heart is is Splunk now relies entirely on open telemetry for data extraction for all data extraction for Kubernetes. So Splunk observability has relied on open telemetry basically forever for all types of data that observability uses. But the core Splunk product has always captured logs using various types of agents. From Kubernetes starting this year, uh, uh, open telemetry is our solution for that for all Splunk products. So if, if you uh, deploy Otel to a Kubernetes cluster, it sends your metrics and traces to Splunk observability cloud uh, and your logs to Splunk enterprise or to Splunk cloud. 
Uh, and to be clear, I'm talking sort of in the context of Splunk customers. Obviously, Otel is way bigger than Splunk and can send data to any number of destinations beyond Splunk. Uh, right. It is not a Splunk-specific project. But but for the, the context of Splunk customers, that's very, very exciting because you you can rely on OpenTelemetry as your sort of one-stop solution to capture data from Kubernetes, and you can do all your pre-processing. It's all uniform. You get all the benefits of OpenTelemetry. The other thing that we've uh, shipped very recently, in fact, we sort of did a small announcement that coincided with KubeCon, uh, is we're now offering the OpenTelemetry collector on Windows and Linux as a technical add-on. So again, for Splunk observability, that's we've always used the Otel collector. For our existing Splunk customers, I mean, Splunk Enterprise and Splunk Cloud are very, they're, they're around everywhere. They're very successful. A lot of them rely on these things called TAs or technical add-ons to add functionality to the universal forwarder agent. Uh, and so for those customers, we're making it really, really easy to go deploy, configure, and update OpenTelemetry collectors alongside their universal forwarders that capture logs um, uh, using the Splunk deployment server or other means that they would already use today to manage those technical add-ons. Uh, so there's lots of exciting stuff uh, going on with Splunk and, and OpenTelemetry. I mean, there's plenty of other things going on unrelated to Hotel Splunk too. But uh, those those are the the two the two that I think are sort of most relevant here and that we're really, really excited about. Excellent. Well, Morgan McLean, uh, you know, again, Director of Product Management at Splunk and co-founder of the OpenTelemetry Project. Thanks so much for your time. Good to meet with you again. Yes, likewise. Good to meet with you. And I know in the hotel community, we've got a lot more coming up uh, over the next year, whether it's uh, things we're targeting, like more advanced semantic conventions, mainframe support, uh, profiling is going to be added as a new signal. There's a ton going on. So if you're listening to this and you're interested in open telemetry, it's, it's, it's out there. It's, it's ready to use. It's GA for logs, metrics, and traces across uh, almost all languages and with the core right. collector agent. Uh, but there's a lot more going on. If you have any interest in joining the community, please join us on GitHub or at opentelemetry.io.